0: Welcome back to Joe on Joe. This is the only G.I. Joe podcast where we watch every single episode of G.I. Joe, a real American hero, the animated series in sequential order and comment on it. Mystery science style. It's me, your host, Joe Slepsky. And uh, I'm, I'm 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 very excited this week, guys. I'm very excited, but not for this episode. We are doing basic training. And if you know anything about basic training, it's a clip show, guys. So I need as much help as I possibly can. And so I've called out to reserves to one of the guys, a friend of mine, who is someone I've been wanting to get on the show literally from day one, and our schedules have never meshed. And so now I'm sitting here. He's in front of me. He's in my home. He's hanging. My dog has her paw on his knee just to make sure he doesn't go anywhere. We got him locked down for the next hour, ladies and gentlemen. He's a stand-up comic. He's a podcaster. He's a writer. You need to be listening to his podcast called Ghoul School, which is a horror history podcast, and it is the most in-depth horror history podcast you're ever going to listen to. His name is Andy Sell. Andy Sell, welcome to Joe on Joe.
1: I feel so warm now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah.
0: warm and fuzzy. Hi. It's so true, man. Hi. Welcome. Thank,
1: thank you so much for having me.
0: I'm excited to do this. I'm really excited. Uh, we're gonna talk Google School. We're gonna find out so much more about that. But Andy, tell us a little bit. Well we're gonna start with a little bit. What's what's your connection to G.I. Joe? Uh it's uh kind of tenuous. I don't know if I'm even using that word correctly,
1: but I I had all the toys when I was a kid. I loved the G.I. Joe toys. I watched the cartoon when I was really little. Uh huh. I never did I didn't I, I'm sure I must have had like a comic book or two but I was also kind of a purist about my G.I. Joe where it was like <laughs> G.I. Joe's a cartoon and toys and it's not a comic book it's not to be read um, although I then you know as an adult found like oh no that. a lot of the G.I. Joe comics are awesome <laughs>
0: Um, and Oh wait, the toys were written by the guy who wrote the comic books. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I guess I was, I was really into the toys uh, more than anything else. Um, and at some point the car, cause I was a kid with He-Man and G.I. Joe and I was always into the villains more so than the heroes. And then at some point I was like, there's not enough monsters in G.I. Joe for me. There's not enough, yeah. you know, like, well, you uh, should have
0: hung out to like the very, very final run they started doing like mutants and monsters. Oh, they see? really did. And that's when the world was like, all right, we're kind of done with J.I. Joe. Because yeah. you're doing aliens yeah. and things okay. like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, shoot. Yeah. I, very have. I lo- that's when like, I would have loved mid, it. Mid, <laughs> er, like late 90s, or not late 90s, but like 94, I think. Oh, like, yeah. Like I, I was run. way out by oh, then. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, um, you are a, and the reason you would love that is because you do Ghoul School, mm-hmm. which is a relatively new podcast on the scene. Yep. And I have heard, I think the first three or four episodes and I am in love with it because you are a treasure trove. Oh, the a Veritable font of information about horror movies and not just, Hey, here's everything you need to know about the, when George Romero made night of the living dead, you get into like deep, deep Italian horror, deep um, <laughs> like documentary horror stuff, yeah. like, like stuff that I can't even pull names right now to reference.
1: I try to get, I try to get, I like the obscure stuff. And I'm I'm constantly like as a horror fan trying to like expand my own horizons mm-hmm. and like dig deeper for my own purposes, and I do a lot of research on it, and it just kind of came out where it was like, oh, I'm going to do this anyway. I might as well do something with it. You know, I might as well do something with what I learn, and it gives me an excuse to watch a
0: lot more horror movies. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, to give you an idea of how in depth Ghoul School gets. I think I'm on episode three, and you're still talking about found footage horror movies.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. Like, like you haven't even plumbed that <laughs> No genre yet.
1: No. So, yeah. So, every season is basically going to cover a different either subgenre or format or theme or hmm. talent okay. involved in horror movies. And for this first season, it's found footage, and we're basically kind of tracking all of the different trends and cultural moments that led to found footage horror sort of becoming a thing and each episode is going to have kind of a different timeline depending on on what the focus movie is for mm-hmm. that for that episode for like so example for example the the episode you're on episode three which is the three hour long episode that's that's kind of <laughs> the one where we sort of like changed format a little bit nailed down a different uh, approach uh and it's, the film there is Poughkeepsie Tapes. Yes. And the Poughkeepsie Tapes involves a lot of kind of heavy subject matter. Uh, the idea of snuff is kind of the the central theme. So I kind of tracked the history of the mythology of snuff films or pseudo snuff mm-hmm. and morbid curiosity and death and tragedy shock footage. And it was, um, there's still stuff that I left out of that episode wow. that I kind of kicked myself for leaving out, but... There's also stuff that I left out of that episode because I wanted to spare the audience having to deal with certain subject matter. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um,
0: yeah, well, that what I enjoy about it is that you do that far-reaching research. Uh, longtime listeners of this <laughs> show know there's no research on this show. This is a fan show where we, you know, like we experience it in the moment and we talk about the things that we remembered and we go. This is a more of an emotional journey you bring both to the table because uh, you've got this the, it, now is is do you write out like is it scripted or is it cuz cuz the you drop details that are like whoa that's it's crazy
1: uh it's notes Admirable. mostly like Admirable. i i type out notes and i kind of basically try to type out like a central timeline with just like little bullet points and then i kind of expand expand a yeah, little bit while i'm doing it i don't think i could script it out entirely because It would just, that would be too much. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, that's a second
0: second drop. And your co host on it is Adam Todd Brown, and you guys Mm -hmm. are a part of the, uh, what's the network? The Unpops Network. The Unpops Network. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, it's got,
1: there's a lot of great shows on Unpops. Uh, There's a true crime podcast called Pretty Scary, there's one called Best best bad movie ever mm-hmm. uh, there's heart-shaped pod which is I'm a guest host on that which is a Nirvana podcast fun we also did a limp biscuit a limited run <laughs> limp biscuit <laughs> podcast called three dollar pod y'all which is maybe the most fun slash worst time I've ever had doing it's a podcast amazing yeah Amazing. Uh, <laughs> But so, it's a
0: great network. So you were talking about Cool School and Seasons. What's What are the seasonal plans here for it? Like how many episodes per season, etc.?
1: So I think we're looking at six episodes per season. I'm still trying to figure out if this first season is going to have six or seven. Because we did an episode that's kind of a bonus episode. Uh, episode four is, a, is an interview. Mm-hmm. And... It was our first interview, and we didn't really do anything else for that episode. It's mostly just the interview. Mm-hmm. So I might do seven episodes for season one, depending on how 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 these next couple episodes shake out mm-hmm. notes-wise. like yeah. I may get to set episode six and be like, okay, we've covered it. We're
0: good. I may get
1: done with episode six and be like, nah, there's more
0: to mine here. Well, the majesty of podcasting is that you can do that. Yeah, you know, exactly. You're not like you're like if you're not making a TV show, you're not locked in a TV budget. It's like exactly. If, if there's if there needs to be more to dis- be discussed, okay, we'll yeah. sit in front of the mic for another couple yeah. hours it, and knock it out.
1: Exactly, yeah. and I'll and I'll do it mostly myself, so I won't have to like work around anyone's
0: schedule to mm-hmm. do it. That's the other thing about it. Yeah, That's schedule great. scheduling's a bugaboo for sure. Yeah. Um, and you are also a stand-up comic, and you are going to be in a show on February 8th, listeners, if you're in the L.A. slash Burbank area, at a place called Blast from the Past. Yep. You know, 7 p.m. show, February 7 8th? 7 p.m. The
1: show's called Mint on Card. Uh, it's once a month. I think it's first Friday of every month, maybe second. I'm not sure how that shakes out date-wise. But it's it's a great show at Blast from the Past on Magnolia in Burbank. And there's food trucks usually there. And Blast from the Past is just a fun
0: comic book yeah, and memorabilia, awesome. geek space. It's and, wonderful. And on the 8th, you said, uh, I think Dana Gould Dana is going to be there. Who's, Dana Gould will be there. If you guys are podcast fans and horror fans, you, you know that that's, that's going to be a fun guy to see. And yeah. comedy fans, yeah. he's amazing.
1: It's yeah. the same night as a horror movie screening that I really want to go to. <laughs> but because Dana Gould's there, it's yeah. like, I, I'm going to do this show. Yeah. <laughs> Not just that I promised my friend I would do it. It's okay. Yeah. I can skip Invasion of the Blood Farmers because I'm doing a show with Dana Gould. Now have you seen Invasion of the Blood Farmers? Before? I have not. That's the thing is that oh, like okay.
0: I'm really stoked to see it. Now, what is it? I don't know what that movie is. So it's that's a, what's also great about Cool School is you drop movies that I've never heard of, but it makes me want to see them. Yeah.
1: So Invasion of the Blood Farmers is one that I'm only like tangentially familiar with. It's from the '70s, and it's about a. It's one of those like. It's my favorite kind of movie, which is just a bunch of people who didn't know what they were doing Mm -hmm. just ran to some weird remote location with a bunch of weirdos and just made something weird. And it's an exploitation film about farmers sacrificing people to some kind of pagan druid deity <laughs> and uh the name Roberta Findlay is involved. So that gets me excited.
0: Now who's Roberta findlay so, so
1: Roberta Findlay is a was a genre filmmaker who did the movies primeval and lurkers and teaser for episode three of Ghoul School, a horror history podcast. She was she made a movie called Snuff in, oh, yeah. in 1975. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That uh that I think changed the game in a lot of ways. So since she's involved, it's like, okay, I'm going to see this. I want to see Invasion of the
0: Blood Farmers real bad now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope that uh, whatever choice you make... It'll, the be right the it'll be to do the show. Yeah, it'll be it yeah, doing, it'll the, be doing show. the show. So Especially every- now that we've advertised. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so everyone, so when this drops, you have about two days. Two days from listening to this, get to Burbank, go see Blast from the Past. Who knows? Maybe I'll show up. Maybe we'll make a nice Joe and Joe appearance there. And while you're online, you can follow Andy Sell at Andy underscore Sell S E L L, and make sure you look for Ghoul History. It's it's actually the, the podcast called Ghoul School. But their tag online is at Ghoul History. Yeah. Twitter's now naming us. They is gave
1: that, me the handle. Like, I was going to... Without the choices. Yeah. They didn't give me That's an option. Crazy I didn't know it was called that until after the thing came back and was yeah. like, okay, you have an account. And I'm it's like...
0: It's like, hey, Twitter, we, we want you to start exercising some of your muscle, but not like this. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe... Get yeah. rid of the
1: Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> and then and yeah. then start deciding we'll our focus names on for cool us. History. Yeah.
0: But so follow Andy there and, and when you guys are online, follow me at Joe and Joe Pod. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Send me an email to jo and at gmail.com. And if you're interested in supporting the show, go to patreon.com slash joe on joe pod and see how you can get access to Joe and Joe Illustrated, which are is our patron exclusive podcast, where we apply the same level of in-depth minutia. To the comic book, and uh, you know it's a good time over there. So Andy Sell, we're watching Basic Training today, <laughs> and Basic Training could the the word Basic could not be more applicable. It is a clip show on a cartoon, so Gosh. it's not good. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, and, and you know, listeners, you guys know that I I do I really try to look for the best in the, in some of this stuff, and you know, every up sometimes work. Like, oh, they you could tell the budget was a little still... The budget was a little low because there's a lot of still frames or things like that. You know, like, (laughs) this one is... This is. I can't see it being any worse. This, than this. It's just all the corners are. It cut. is. Yeah, it's all the corners. There, there is some animation that does seem like it's fresh to me. Like, uh, so maybe it was they were working on uh, an episode, and for some reason it got scrapped, and so they turned it into a <laughs> clip show. Because there's some, there's a few things in there that I'm like, I don't really recall seeing from previous shows. But most of it is, is 95% of it. Maybe is, the original
1: script for the episode was like too controversial. Potentially too critical of Reagan. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They were like, or maybe it was like, you know, the one of those, uh, you know, the bike shop episode, uh, possibly. Very special episode. Yeah. 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 Snakehead gets touched. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Beachhead kills someone in a drunk driving accident.
0: (laughs) And, uh, yeah. Beachhead. Beachhead, actually, what it is is Beachhead finally removes his mask and reveals just this horrible, horrible scarring underneath. But it's all self-inflicted. <laughs> yeah. So then the episode yeah. is just about like cutting and 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 self-loathing and how not to beat beat on yourself. Yeah, like, and, yeah, like be a, yeah, and, and, and not were, how
1: not to you know shame yourself. Mm-hmm, and, and right, there's boundaries. Yeah, which I and think self-esteem. Is, should
0: have been a, would have been a really great. Yeah, really in fact, great episode. That's but, not
1: what led to the episode being too controversial. Yeah. It's actually Duke came out of the closet. Got it. And so they were like, we can't, yeah. this is not going to pass muster with our with our sponsors. So yeah, they're like, yeah, it's just not time. This it's, it's, not time Duke,
0: it's not time. And he slowly slunk back in and said, all right, Snake Eyes, take Scarlet away. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, with that, ladies and gentlemen, before we get started, though, we are going to hear from our sponsor. Joe and Joe listeners know that I love comic books, G.I. Joe, pop culture, and my wife and dogs are pretty great, too. I also love learning how people get to where they're at and where they're going. All of that comes together over at the Dreamer Comics podcast, except for my family stuff. That'd be really weird. Omar Spahi interviews someone from the comic industry every episode, and they break down the journey that creator took to get from reading comics to creating them. Comic luminaries like Jim Valentino, Ross Ritchie, Kyle Higgins, and so many more can be found at DreamerComicsPodcast.com or find them anywhere you get your podcasts. Everyone has a dream. Learn how to make yours a reality. All right. Now, everyone, get your season two, disc three episodes of the DIC show ready to go. Andy Sell, are you ready to go with me? Uh, Go on this journey? Ready as I'll ever be. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go with basic training. Hit play now. G.I. Joe wants you. It starts to, <laughs>
1: to invade a Latin American yeah. country.
0: <laughs> Ronald Reagan wants yeah. you. There's a bunch of uh those those parachutes, they look like those choppers that you chop potatoes with. They do <laughs> you know oh, what I'm yeah, the, the, I don't oh, know what they're called. Dicers or uh, mandolins. Mandolins. They the, look the, like the, Yeah, they look like mandolins. So this is let me say, this isn't actually uh this is an exciting cold open it and, really and, and is and if yeah I'm, if i'm watching at home with this voice those are the submarines
1: that the cia used to transport cocaine to honduras
0: <laughs> to pay for the arms yeah in 1986 <laughs> um i would be excited because i'd be like oh wow the show's gonna be like duke or hawk is hawk, rather uh recruiting us you know for the joe yeah. team like like it's kind of thrilling like what what is this intro? Is are we gonna pull the camera back and show that he's talking to literally brand new Joes? You know, like are they yeah. using this to introduce new characters yeah. like these are this year's toys, so it's it's it, Hawk kinda of giving the rah rah. I'm totally on board with this opening. Hundred yeah. percent on board with this opening. We're getting a lot of clips from previous episodes.
1: And it's exciting stuff too. It's it not is. like they're not in the you know, they're not t- talking about what the plan is gonna be? You know what I mean? Like they, right. they're just—it's just action. Get to
0: the action. A lot of focus on the toys. So far, so good on this episode. Andy.
1: Yeah, so and then it cuts. To, we get the credits. Yeah. The opening you know. credits, and it's like, okay, more action stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm jazzed. Now, now I'm, I'm excited coach. to see where this, this is, is when gonna go. I turn
0: to my mom and go, "I'm good. I'll see you later. You yeah. Know, like, <laughs> like, give me. I'll be. I'll be with you in 30, mom. You yeah. Know? Let me know um, when the yeah. grilled cheese is done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't let it get too cold. I'll be set. So. Do you remember much of the cartoons that you used to watch? Like, do you remember, like, was it, because this is what's called the DIC era, which is the later ones. Okay. This is These aired in, like, 90, 91, 92, Oh, shoot, really? Yeah, the the Sunbow ones were the ones, I think, That's that, that you That's the one that were, I watched. Yeah, they yeah. were, like, the mass device and the weather dominator and all that stuff, mm-hmm. right? Where it was more the traditional G.I. Joe, uh, like, Snake Eyes, Storm Shadow. Storm Shadow. Yeah. Um, Shipwreck, Scarlet. Yeah. Duke, like oh, shipwreck! Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is this is like the next generation for you. And look at this PowerPoint level overlay. What is happening? This is this, this is, is, is just not- a still frame. Yes. I thought when this aired, I thought my DVD was broken. <laughs> I was like, did my computer just freeze up? No, no, no. They've overlaid it. What looks like a Toy Story version of hawk oh my god yeah on someone's desktop over existing animation yeah it looks that doesn't look it didn't look good it looked terrible yeah (laughs) it looked absolutely terrible
1: i had this toy
0: i had yeah the jeep with the i had that oh that's cool so maybe you were into it a little longer than you recall yeah, that's weird. Because yeah, that's one of the later toys. It's Tibang to in the G.I. Joe nin- Ninjas. And I don't know why they keep showing Hawk just falling on his face constantly. <laughs> He's um, got an inner ear problem. Yeah. So now we get like intros to Duke. And these are, they're still frames even. Yeah. They're not even. And, they, and they're not even like doing like a typing right. slug lines
1: or anything yes. over it. Like it. it's just, just like. just
0: thinking that. Put, put some, put some like. Like we're watching a computer screen and put his name up there yeah. and in his give us his hometown and you know, yeah, like, like his file card something. or something. Nothing, man. This so I mean I can I can I'm sympathizing here a little bit with the animators and, and the production crew. They must have had zero dollars at this yeah. point in the production. They must have had no money because this all of this
1: How is, many episodes were in this season?
0: Because um, they might have just budgeted for you know one to to too drugs. few. Yes, God, I think God, that's stupid. what happened. Um, for no reason early on in this recruitment drive. Or the animators went on strike or yeah. something. I don't know. For no reason we go to, we do a flashback to the to the anti-drug commercial. If he's trying to... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like we just, he's like, G.I. Joe, we fight around the world and we say no and to drugs. And we say no to drugs. <laughs>
1: After the exercise montage, to tie yeah. those two th- two things in together. Yeah,
0: I mean, we didn't even get to weapons before we decided to remind kids to say oh, no to drugs. Oh, roadblock! Wow, like that's, that's yeah. I mean, that is a different context now. Yeah, it really's. There's a lot going on here. Um, so do you still watch any cartoons or any like like you know like this kind of stuff? Like, is there is there any soft spot? Any any Anything that you still like, ah, I'll throw on Spongebob every once in a while. You know, like, anything like that? No. uh, Well, Gravity Falls. What is, what is that? That's,
1: it's a Disney show. Mm -hmm. And it's great. But I haven't rewatched it in a while. So, but now I want to. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) now, thinking about it. I want to rewatch it. Uh, Adventure Time, or not, sorry, not Adventure Time, Jesus. regular Regular show. Regular show. Regular show. Uh, and that Jesus wasn't to be, like, throwing shade at Adventure Time or anything. It's or just... to throw shade at, at
0: Jesus Christ. At Jesus Christ, yes. our Lord and Savior. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Steven Universe, my girlfriend watches it. Uh, so um... I heard I, – Steven Universe fans, what I hear about Steven Universe is they always say, oh, my God, you would love it. Yeah, yeah. Just, that, that's what – I don't know yeah. anything about it except for the fact that Stephen Universe fans love it.
1: It's like a show about feelings. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Through the lens of, like – kind of supernatural sci-fi fantasy stuff okay but you know anchored to like a real world context as well um which i'm normally into but it's also like i don't really have the patience for it most of the time but it's good it's good it's a good show Mm -hmm. i just i don't have time for anything is the problem like i i only watch horror movies now (laughs) that's it it. there's too much
0: um adult adult cartoons we'll say you know, like adult genre yeah. stuff like like whether it's cartoons or like superhero shows on netflix or cw yeah. or whatever there's so much of that stuff right now yeah that i don't have any bandwidth to reach out and see what's this iteration of gi mm-hmm. joe what's this generation's gi joe what's this generation's transformers cartoons looking like i'm like i can barely keep up with watching the stuff that is actually targeted at me
1: right yeah. right there's well there's just too much content in general and there's so much specialty and niche content now and genre content that it's like i remember not that long ago if there was a horror show on it was one of three horror shows Mm -hmm. and that if you were a horror fan and your friend was a horror fan you would talk about that show yeah like recently i went to a party where there's so much horror content that i went to a party and was talking to a friend about horror tv and i was talking about a show that he doesn't have time to watch and he was talking about a show that i don't have time to watch
0: but it's just spotted me as well
1: now we can't even talk about this and uh i do want to check out the new she-ra
0: yes i really yes. have been I've, I've heard very good things about yeah. it it was very controversial for reasons that the internet you know because the internet's stupid
1: see i I would have loved sorry i would have loved that just because it's a shark
0: and this well that but then they ruin the shark with but then it's it's literally a powerpoint guys so we're going to commercial and we're going to be right back. today's file card features on the conquest x30 pilot code named slipstream this file name is gregory b boyajian boyajian that sounds um. that sounds armenian i love it Primary military specialty is fighter pilot. Secondary military specialty is computer technology's birthplace, Provo, Utah. Slipstream was a video game whiz and computer hacker until he discovered flying. He joined the Junior Civil Air Patrol while a teenager and eventually got his Air Force commission through the ROTC. He finished at the top of his class in flight school, where his knowledge of computers and his lightning reflexes gave him a keen competitive edge. He speaks Armenian, there you go, Greek and French. Plays a mean game of table tennis and is known in the pit as an unrepentant joker and mimic. An aircraft with a computer-assisted control surfaces can do things that are impossible for a conventional plane. Flat turns without banking, flight axis shift, and horizontal rolls. The controls are incredibly sensitive, the slightest tremor being translated into dramatic movement. It takes a light touch to fly a ship like that, and Slipstream has the touch, the eye, the brain, and the guts to make that aircraft do exactly what he wants. You can't talk about Slipstream without talking about the Conquest X-30. So we'll get to that. But Slipstream, I love Slipstream. I loved his outfit. Whether it was like the chaps that he had on, uh, the, the helmet was like old school. It felt like old school, like helicopter helmet. Goggles were great. The color scheme I thought was awesome. This like muted brown, gray, tan thing going on. The fact that he had a sweet, sweet mustache, that was awesome. I love that this secondary specialty was computer technology. Now, let's talk about the Conquest X30, fantastic toy. Usually toys that are like one piece like this where it's just one molded piece of plastic and then a couple little, you know, doodads stuck onto it don't usually get my goat. Like I like the Sky Striker that has movable wings and those things. The Conquest X30 is just absolutely perfect. It fit right into your hand. It fit like a glove. And then the way they had the wings swept forward, and then there were the two, um, like I guess I guess ailerons in the back, that like the ones that went downwards. Everything about it made it look like it was just the fastest thing in the air, the most maneuverable thing in the air, and it could do anything. Plus, you add the decal that had the shark's tooth, like shark's jaw, on the front of it, and I'm in. I'm a big fan of Slipstream. Gregory B. Boyajian, we salute you. Although that for still frame shark, what does that make you think I'll of in horror? Wetsuit, get away from that shark. Jaws 3. D- the best. The best. Jaws 3 is so good. When the shark literally stops <laughs> being animated, <laughs> yeah, it just pops yeah, through the yeah, window, yeah. but they don't animate it. Yeah. For whatever still, they put in or they didn't, yeah, shark they didn't know how to do it. A just a still yeah. frame photo of a shark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's terrible, but I love it. So what are your favorite genres? I know you guys are covering um, found footage now. And and what's great about Ghoul's School, like when you cover it, is you really, you really. Okay, it's hear... a, sorry. It's a, hold on. It's a robot shark. Oh, it's a That's robot shark. That's dope. Yeah, it's a robot shark. That's wetsuit. Knocking them out with a knife. What I really dug when you were talking about uh, the episode you guys were talking about snuff is that you didn't dig into the, the details of it to bring the room down. But you you guys addressed that the world saw a snuff movie on nine eleven. You know? Yeah. Because that's essentially what it was. And, and and I thought that that your that your take on that was so spot on. Oh, because that nice. is the fact that is what the medium is. You yeah. know or what the or what the purported genre yeah. is. You know, I know yeah. I know you talked about how there really isn't a thing and yeah. so on and so forth. But but the fact that you're bringing in all these other things, uh, aspects, real-world aspects, that, oh, no, no, that actually sort of counts in this genre because mm-hmm. it was this and that and the other. Yeah. Um, so what's your favorite genre that mm-hmm. you sit down and you're like, this you is the kind of horror movie defend, I, want. I like to watch? Gosh, it's anywhere. rough.
1: It's hard to say. Monsters. Like, just general monster movies mm-hmm. are my favorite. Like, if there's a monster... Whether it's a werewolf, a vampire, some kind of radioactive thing, a mm-hmm. creature from the Black Lagoon, a mummy, like what have you,
0: monsters. So you like something with a uh, with a specific a specific focal point mm-hmm. for. The attention and the action yes instead of a instead of like oh no the world's ending yeah yeah it's, yeah we have one problem we need to solve yeah. and it's this dude with a hockey mask yeah. and he's Ex- coming yeah. to get us yeah and
1: i and i'm glad you brought that up because i would qualify jason Voorhees as a monster oh yeah those are monster oh, movies for sure yeah he's Know, for sure and
0: there's two iterations. There's the Hillbilly Monster version of him and then in 6 it's 6, right? He becomes the supernatural monster. Yeah, 6
1: version. is the 6 is my favorite Friday the 13th yeah. uh yeah. movie. It's yeah.
0: definitely the one where it becomes a supernatural thing mm-hmm.
1: and it's sort of the one that's like kind of self-aware without being
0: mm-hmm. snarky about it, you know? It's yeah. still
1: having fun, but it also takes its subject seriously and it's just a lot of fun. And I like I like the ones that are fun, and you know, I don't know. Horror movies to me are
0: fun. <laughs> yes, well, they were they were a cathartic release. Yeah, they're you know, very they, cathartic. hundred percent are that. It's why mm-hmm. you, sometimes when you meet people that work in horror or just are huge horror fans, the trappings give them a look of like, oh, that guy's yeah, a little they're socially, s- they're you know, yeah, or they're scary. They're dangerous, but then you talk to them, and they're the coolest, they're calmest, nice, sanest, down to earth, down earth because yeah. they work it all out. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. it's all on the surface. Yeah, because whatever demons they have, whether and we all have nightmares, we all have horrors, mm-hmm. we all have things we're worried about. They work it out. Yeah, they watch it and they yeah. go, "Oh, wow! At least I'm not getting st- stalked by Jason." Yeah, and I, I'm I, gonna feel better about my. Day.
1: I know people that can't watch horror movies, and they ask me, like, "How can you handle this stuff? You have anxiety issues, yeah. you know?" And it's like, "Yeah, but horror movies give them like something to play with, so they're not mm-hmm. writing me about the real world. Like my anxiety is not." making you, me panic about the actual world because I've given it a toy to play with. And that toy is Frankenstein or yes, Jason or you're, you,
0: you're, you're literally giving your anxiety to the, to the lead character in the movie you're watching mm-hmm. because you're anxious for them. It's it's yeah. like an empathy tool. Yeah. Oh, you're, absolutely. You're, yeah. you're, you're feeling your emotions by getting it out. Mm-hmm. And when you don't, you know, I'm not saying it's for everybody, but when you don't do that, you, you you need to find an outlet for it. It's a <laughs> yeah. way you know. Yeah. And 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 horror very different from you know, gore. You yeah. Know? And, and and gore has its place.
1: Absolutely. There's a lot of stuff that people would call gore or splatter films that I absolutely love. Uh, that's part of it to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I I love a good Tom Savini gag. I love a good body horror movie yeah i love all that stuff but yeah
0: the and that's what ready to so, that, so that's all, another thing that i love pointing out to people is some for me when i watch the savini stuff and 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 like the body horror stuff it's to see how they did it it's uh, to absolutely see, it's to see absolutely how and it's one of the reasons why i think cg isn't as interesting to me yeah but to see like oh how did they how did they how are they tricking me to yeah. thinking that yeah. this horrible thing is happening yeah. when I know it's a magic trick?
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a absolutely a it's trick. a magic trick. And I have the same thing when I go through haunted houses yeah. or haunted attractions. There's like a part of me that's like, Oh, I know how they did that and I love it. Or like mm-hmm. they, they and it's not just with the like effects stuff in a movie, it's sometimes it's the editing. Mm -hmm. will trick you into thinking like Tom Savini has this thing where if you show if you have a gag that involves a weapon like let's say for example a machete is going into somebody's head sure you've got to build the prosthetic and what have you but before you show the the gag you should show the machete cutting through a table or something Mm -hmm. in an edit in a shot because it gives the illusion of oh you know it tricks your brain into thinking okay that's a real machete because I've just seen it cut through a table yes and yes. now when it goes into somebody's head, you're already buying that it's in. The, it, like, reinforces the illusion. And it's stuff like that that I just – there's a showmanship. There's an art to it, mm-hmm. you know, that I, I love about that. And
0: Yeah, one of uh, – it had to be on a podcast, and it, the details are escaping me right now, but someone was talking about that. They were, It probably was on Gilbert Gottfried's podcast, <laughs> and, and they were talking about the special <laughs> effects of it, and that they had worked really hard and put together this effect that showed um, – oh, maybe – no, you know what? It was the documentary for Fright Night yes the pencil through the yes. hand yes you know what i'm talking yes, about i know exactly and that's and a great documentary
1: it's a wonderful yeah. documentary yeah.
0: and the uh and the guy's name escapes me but the, 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 it was the special effects guy mm-hmm. and he said they worked so hard to make this this uh wonderful I think it one was nicotero but i could yeah one, one shot effect of a pencil going through the vampire's hand where you could see it and it looked as real as humanly yeah. possible and he said they got the first edit back and they cut away they yeah. they, sh- they show the pencil going in they cut to someone's time. reaction and then they show the pencil in the hand and they're like you don't even get it yeah it's bra- that's setting up the illusion that's what we're doing here it is it is it does bum me
1: out there's a lot of stuff from the 80s where like because the MPAA was so rampant by a certain point in the 80s mm-hmm. especially 86 and they were just like cutting stuff out from everything yeah and it and there's so much and the, you know studios didn't care about the horror stuff they were putting out at the time, so they didn't hold on to the footage or whatever. So there's like entire sequences missing from so many movies that are like like Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven would I think probably be a much more palatable movie if is a that, lot of the horror stuff had been. No, it's the uh, one where he fights a psychic. Oh right, uh, right. a psychic girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically <laughs> Jason versus <laughs> Carrie.
0: And, and I would say, so we're, we're gonna check in on the show real quick. But uh, major altitude just fell in some. Oh, there's like a, a, yeah,
1: it's a produce gag. Everybody yeah, loves a good like, produce
0: gag. Literally, guys, the show is just—it was going to commercial now, but now there's not G. much to talk about here. Hey, listeners, if you're anything like me, all apologies to your family. I'm just kidding. It's likely that they made you this way. No, I'm talking about that. I'm always looking for more GI Joe content, and I think I found it. Stop what you're doing. Okay, don't stop listening to this podcast. Can't you multitask? And go to Facebook slash Special Mission Force. Brian Wilkins is curating all kinds of wonderful, nostalgic G.I. Joe content, including new pics from his fantastic Instagram page, at Special Mission Force. On his Instagram, he's taking photos of Joes out in the wild in the real world doing stuff. For me, the two things that stand out the most are his variety of characters that he takes pictures of and like the depth of field in these pictures. It's just a wonderful job of directing focus for you. I think you really will enjoy his work. So like him on Facebook, follow him on Instagram and Twitter, and get ready for his website, specialmissionforce.com. He's a name to watch in the GHO game, so get on board now. now back to the show. yeah it's, it is okay well now, now, now there's a giant cabbage on yeah the screen. <laughs> <laughs> is this this is the
1: eat your vegetables
0: psa i think yeah um yeah i mean it's 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 it is just clips of joe's in action and it's you know i don't know wait is that a drone did he just launch a drone yeah they have, yeah it's like they have a they have a it's a drone from one of the toys <laughs> yeah this uh, you know it's just a series you know what this this plays like um it's like a series of this episode's a series of non-sequiturs it
1: it is i mean there's no context for any of this and the context that they tried to create for it is like what (laughs)
0: let's bring it all around i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna 360 this right here bring it back to horror this is faces of death
1: oh yeah yeah this yep.
0: episode is just like Faces of it Death. It
1: absolutely is. Yeah. It is
0: just a series of <laughs> here, guys. We're gonna watch crazy episodes. And
1: yeah, Hawk is our France is our Doctor Francis B. Gross, <laughs> who's trying to provide some nonsense context for all this
0: that we don't buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, I heard you talk about Faces of Death on your podcast. That was you were so right. That was You're seminal movie store video rental. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it's, we we convinced our eighth grade gym teacher to let us watch that. What? During gym class. What? Yes.
1: Oh, my God. Yes.
0: We had a dance, and she was like, hey, guys, this Friday, we have a dance, so we don't have gym, so we'll be in the library. You guys can watch a movie. What do you want to watch? Whatever you want. And we all went face to death. And she goes, what's that? We're like, oh, it's a scary movie, like Jason or something, like Freddy. She's like, okay, someone bring it in. So we all turned. Oh, my God. We had everybody get his brother to rent it. Because it was rated R, yeah, and and he brought it in, and we watched Faces of Death. That's in nuts. gym class. That is nuts. Did you get did? No one. Were got there any trouble? repercussions? No, no, because no. that's the thing where like you. This was this would have been like 1987. There and have
1: eight. been stories about like like I read I read an interview with someone involved with the production of it where they talked about like. Yeah, a school teacher showed this to a class once, and it yeah. was a big deal, and it got the teacher fired or whatever. And like yeah. you hear about stuff like that happening, and it's just like, I guess it was happening more than it, we thought. <laughs> it happened. I was there, man. That's I swear to God, insane. it was crazy.
0: Now you know, and you end up only watching forty-five minutes of it, right? You well, know? yeah, of course, because the teacher's like, "What?" Yeah, and but you know, half the kids weren't even paying attention. Yeah. but those yeah. of us who were. It's amazing! Oh, wow! It's amazing! Wow! Yeah, well, that was that thing that was like, well, as a kid, like it was taboo. Yeah, it was so taboo. It was foreboding, and yeah, and, and it was like it was, uh, it was real. Mm-hmm.
1: And it was, it was like a rite of passage mm-hmm. if you were able to watch if somebody yeah. you
0: knew rented it for you or had a copy that they copied, mm-hmm. you know. And it helped that the the quality of the film itself was terrible. Oh, it's very bad. yeah. yeah. So yeah. it looked like so it, a. That's the selling
1: point. Yeah, Yeah. it's like, oh, see how crappy this is. It's real.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that movie and uh, and I didn't see this next movie until much actually till I was way into an adult. But the VHS, the cover, "I Spit on Your Grave." Oh man, that was that that video cover was like it. You know, it was it was sexy. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, it's hot.
0: Yeah, it's hot. That cover
1: is hot. Totally, without any context, it's like look at this hot woman dressed so scantily, holding a knife. A hundred percent. I yeah. had
0: no idea what that movie was about. I was just a kid going like, you know, in, in puberty, and you're like, wow, man, that's, man, oh, I'll never be able to see that movie. Yeah, and I saw it as an adult. It's pretty brutal. It's very, like, brutal. very it's, brutal. It's very really brutal. It's, it's hard to, to watch. watch. It yeah. is. It is hard to watch. But, like, as far as, like, those, those 80s VHS movies that mm-hmm. were, like, the things you saw all yeah. the time and always were like, what's up with that movie? Yeah. Those two are top of it. Yeah, oh, for sure.
1: Those. Yeah. There's, there's like a handful of them that are like... You know, because the, the, the conversation about video stores and horror always comes down to the cover art. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yep. always like... And it was like, there were certain things that was like, I knew I couldn't handle just because of the cover art. Or I knew my mom wouldn't let me rent yeah. because of the cover yeah. art. So it was like, there's that, there's Maniac, there's Cannibal Holocaust, mm-hmm. uh, these movies. The tagline for I Spit on Your Grave 2 was something crazy. It was like, she just... Dismembered, castrated, mutilated, and murdered three men, and there's no jury in America that would convict her. And it's like, whoa! <laughs> like they're already telling us what she does. Yeah. So what else is in this crazy yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like that—that that showmanship and the selling of it. That movie, yeah, it's rough. It's hard to watch.
0: It's, it's it, yeah, it really is. Um, but he's a Joe, and well, Joe's Hawk is always still, uh there. You learn that. You're he's still there. talking over. These people is, are having a conversation. He's talking yeah, over. Yeah, well well what's funny is this 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 video is from an episode where he that was actually a robot duplicate of Hawk. <laughs> so so the clip is actually not even Hawk. So
1: this yeah, this this shouldn't have gotten past the the yeah. Joe
0: HR department. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on here. Um and we've just we've we've talked throughout the whole i mean now we get a still frame for still to hawk f- like, yeah that's that's the episode like, guys like, like that literally G. was the episode and and it's really rare on joe and joe that we don't actually talk about the episode <laughs> yeah because there is nothing to talk about on this episode but having said that andy if you could be a member of the joe or joe joe oh, or Cobra is, team yeah now we don't have a lot of context here based on what we watch but you know gi joe a little I, bit yeah if you could be a member of G.I. Joe or Cobra, what would you do? What would your name be?
1: I feel like it would be on, I feel like it would be Cobra.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: And I feel like it would be like I feel like okay. I think this is pertinent here because part of me is like I would want to be like the Cobra like trauma counselor to like let everyone know like it's no it's you did your best I know look Cobra Cobra Commander yelled at you you gotta understand he's dealing with his own thing that's him that's not about you Mm -hmm. like I would like to be that person that's sort of like as a guidance counselor or whatever Mm -hmm. but I also don't have the training for that what I do have the training for I think would be like if I could be in charge of the Cobra media archives like so if G.I. Joe makes this recruitment video right if someone were in charge of assembling the footage to be used for a Cobra recruitment video mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they had to go through the like, the tape vault, I yeah. would be the guy at the tape vault being so like... So like the Cobra
0: archivist. Yeah, the Cobra... Through, so, so you've... You've taken all the footage that Cobra shot of their battles over the years, mm-hmm. and you've and you've archived it. Yes, and you've made sure that everything's uh, you know marked and written up so that it can be found easily. Yeah, and, and I know and
1: what I'm doing. So something like footage of a robot Cobra Commander duplicate mm-hmm. life model decoy would not pass me. Like I would be like, no, right. we can't use this footage because that was when Cobra Commander was replaced by whatever, or when he was on acid or something. Like that's not the footage we're going to use. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I know.
0: I like it. I like it. And yeah. would you be part of a cadre of dudes? Or are you just like, are you a solo guy? Like, are you a Viper? Or are you like a Zartan? Like that's, something like that. You See, know, like, that's like, a like good a dude, question. Or are you part of a crew?
1: I feel like I'm part of a crew. Okay. But I definitely am, you know, like... Like, we work together, but I'm not inviting any of my crew to my birthday. Got it. So
0: you so you could easily be... You're the head of the crew.
1: Yeah. I, I feel like I'd be the head of the crew, but when I clock out at night, I'm yeah. not taking my work home with me. Okay.
0: So you are formerly a... Um, uh, the Televipers. Remember the Televipers? They had the, the words yes. that run across their screen. <laughs> yes. So you, it's got to be a sub sub unit of that, mm-hmm. right? So you you all started as Televipers, and then you were moved over to this mm-hmm. So yeah. you're a former Televiper. Oh, I love it already. And uh, and uh, Archive Viper, like archive.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Archive Viper. Viper. I got you. I got you. You know what I mean? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Or do you
0: think Docu Serpentarian? He's an (laughs) yeah. He's a Docu Sep. Docu Serpentarian. (laughs) Yeah. He's the Archive Viper. Yeah. And he's a Docu Serpentarian. I like it. Do you like that? I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. You're the Archive Viper. Archive, Viper. Just, Archive I, Viper, yeah, yeah, I, it rolls off. Yeah, the Archive yeah. Viper, Archive Viper, and you're the Docu Serpentarian. Yeah. Viper. Well, <laughs> listen, Andy Sell, Archive Viper, welcome to like Joe if you on need, Joe. If I, I'm
1: excited to be here. I've got some big ideas for Cobra's future and how we can reach. <laughs> how look, we're everybody's concerned about getting the millennials to join Cobra. Look, forget the millennials. They're not. They're going to join Cobra. They're in their 30s and 40s yeah. now. We got to go for Gen Z. That's who we need to reach out to. When those for millennials Cobra. get
0: behind on their mortgages, they'll come knocking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Until then, yeah. Let when, them
1: be. when their kids join Cobra, they'll join Cobra just to find yeah. out what the kids' slang is. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. And well, Andy Sell, <laughs> what a delight, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you loved it as much as I did, Andy. Your thoughts on Jay Joe? Your thoughts on this? Uh, there's not much. I mean, there's not. We didn't. I mean, yeah, I feel, like I, I feel like
1: I feel like I got to start over from the beginning. OK, to, to like season wise so to well, figure out what was happening. there. So we'll get you, so we'll get you back next week yeah. for episode one.
0: <laughs> and, <laughs> and everyone absolutely start listening to the Gould school podcast. It is wonderful. Absolutely great bona fide guaranteed andy sell you're a delight thank you for being a joe, and joe. this was a treat i was really i'm really happy we got we finally got to figure this out and i could be here 100 man and now you joe and joeing is half the battle <laughs>